0: Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. I'm in my announcer mode. I'm in my announcer mode. <laughs> he still. announced
1: oh, earlier this week, so he just said, announced.
2: Yeah. Announced the Chromecast?
0: Yeah. Okay. And here beside me, in the blue shirt, <laughs> okay,
2: Robbie fine. Payne. Thank you. I'm, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm in golf mode, so I'm going to be really quiet. Just, nope, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. The other voice you hear over there. Agreeing. I don't know what you're talking about. That's Gabriel. <laughs> Let's do a whole ASMR. Hey, AS- what's up, everybody? Let's do a whole ASMR. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Don't up. do that. that I'm one. not. I'm not doing <laughs> it. Just
2: hovering it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working video. on of, What do they call that? things? We need video. It's, isostatic. Yeah, baby. isostatic,
1: not res- uh, resistance. <laughs> isostatic. I'm doing some isostatic training and y'all can't see it because <laughs> we're not recording it.
0: <laughs> my life just oh. flashed before my eyes. I don't know
2: why I care about that
0: uh, crappy cream. little table. <laughs>
2: We're not doing a video this week. We need to have a bonfire and just burn that table. I don't I know. know if it would even burn. No, nah, we'll like fix it. it. I have Anything an idea. I have, it gets I, I, enough.
0: Sure. I have one idea of how to fix it, but I, it's you know requires time, and I don't want to invest any time in that little table right now. Me neither. Anywho, uh, we are not doing a video uh, this week. You might notice, or if you came onto the um, post on chromanbox.com, you might notice that there's not a video this week. Andy Cam is out of town. He is in Hawaii, going to the top of a mountain, volcano. apparently. <laughs> volcano. Not yeah, just any
1: a, old I think it's a little active mountain too, right? Like you get he's up not there going and, to the top, though. He's yeah. going to see some magnetic. He chose not to. They, they ah, said in order to, yeah, in order to go to the top, you had to have a readily, perfectly equipped off-road yeah. vehicle, which you have to rent. And even then, they said there's blah, blah, blah. So he said... It's like a the whole shots thing. are going to be just as good from at the base or wherever, and I'll it's just save my money and go on a helicopter. It'll be
0: cool ride. to see down yeah. in, in it from the helicopter. But he
1: just ride. sent us a photo of a really nice-looking golf course and said he might have to play golf-wise there. He doesn't have yeah. close, So What was that one? It's was back was back that Good him. Good that some. we watched? They, they in were in the whole week. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, it's a great one golf. quick
0: golf comment. and We won't go off on a golf <laughs> This isn't a golf podcast. We we. recognize that. (laughs) You're wearing a country club hat. I know, I know. Going to Myrtle Beach in a few weeks, and apparently there are some fantastic courses down there. There are. Oh, my gosh. South Carolina is
2: replete
0: of golf courses. Shout out to the the guys over at uh, Foreplay. Uh, they are doing a little series right now. They were down in Myrtle Beach with their dads, and so they're doing a little Father's Day thing. Uh, and so apparently some of those courses down there are just awesome. There's one really close to where we're staying, so going to try to get in Grand Dunes.
2: Sorry, I watched the Water Boy like four times last week. Anybody want to <laughs> take a take a quick guess on how many courses are just in Myrtle Beach area?
0: Oh, if you look at the map, it's, if you zoom out just a tiny bit, it's like literally around, I, I'm guessing four like 30. 30
1: 35 i would bet 80 Okay, right. <laughs> in the myrtle beach area <laughs> yeah. wow. which the myrtle wow. beach area is is fairly still, large, still but that that's insane that's wild
2: <laughs> how many are in hilton head um in the middle of south Carolina? All right. last last thing
0: on golf go go check I mean, out proof golf
2: Proof.Golf. Oh, nobody has anything about North Carolina, um, South Carolina.
0: Instagram's the only one that's Proof.Golf. The website is Proof.Golf. Yes. Um, and then we talked about it a little bit last week, if you listen to that episode, but we're just putting out some golf content, having some fun with it, trying out some different stuff. You know, as a creator, you kind of, you know, you we, like we built, create. we well, yeah, but no, like Chrome and Box, you know, we built, uh, we idea. built a brand we build a brand around and Box and a certain, you know, aesthetic, and, and our audience expects, you know, a certain type of content, and to just, like, totally in that or do totally different stuff is hard to do, and so it's fun to have a different outlet to, like, try some things out and do yeah. some different stuff. Yeah, so we get to
1: do totally different stuff with the Yeah, golf it's stuff. fun.
0: It's fun. So go check it out uh, on all the socials. And we have plenty
1: of free time, so we can do both. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly.
0: So let's dive into... Some <clears throat> news of the week, some happenings in the world of ChromeOS. Uh, we have been working on a video that I uh, finally got done last this week. It's been <laughs> it's for like, a while. Like, like last I think?
2: week, it was this week. I kind of had it done last week. Didn't it? It, the whole idea started mm-hmm. crap while we were in New York. In New York,
0: yeah, and it, um, it, it really, it. Uh, you know, not trying to pat myself on the back here, but I'm just really happy with how it. It turned came together out really like it good. just came together it was kind of you know it's kind of a shorter video there wasn't a ton of b-roll that we had to use so we kind of had to get a little creative but the whole premise is that chrome os is being applied in so many different ways that you wouldn't even think you know with, yeah, with mean, all these cool. different enterprise
2: applications and so we wanted to kind of highlight that i think people think like chrome os and enterprise and they think you know this fleet of <laughs> Robbie's gonna fall asleep. Y'all. I'm not sleepy. Like I'm just like my, my body needs more oxygen. Yeah. Barely. Um. That you know people see like these fleets of people getting Chromebooks and taking them out and doing whatever, well, whatever yeah. kind of work. Um. And, and while that absolutely is happening, and then there are fleets of Chromebooks in schools. Same thing. Like you have a, a one organization buys a big bunch of Chromebooks and then hands them to people to use. Those things are happening, but this is not that. This is um, Chrome OS being used in ways that I I didn't know before we did this. Like, uh, you know, Google sent us over some presentation, like slide decks. Yeah. Um, of some of the stuff, and, and the stuff that we highlighted in the video is only a portion of it. Like we <laughs> right. tried to get the ones that were a little more prominent that people would know. Because a lot it, of them were like, "Here's this business," and it's like, "Right, I don't know that." And I, we'd have to spend half the video explaining what that business even is and yeah. why they're using it. And so like we we talked about it a
0: lot. And the thing we kind of settled on was, "What are the three that the general person on the street might interact with?" Right. Um, and so the ones that we came up with were. Uh, A restaurant, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. Um, A hospital, Hackensack Meridian, Meridian, I do believe. Uh, And then a call center, uh, Synchrony. So, uh, if you have Google financing, that's Synchrony. If you have a Lowe's (laughs) card, my Lowe's card is Synchrony. (laughs) If you have uh, any sort of, I think it's like, I think that is their specialty is like the in-store financing stuff for people. I'm sure they probably have other stuff too. I know that I know right now. Just a random side note. Uh, they have some really high interest uh, or high yield uh, savings accounts. Oh, really? So they have a savings account right now that's like 4.5 on a savings account. That's crazy. So they're doing cool stuff. But anywho, right. they have a ton of call yep. centers. Yep. And... Um, so so yeah, kind of talk through a little bit of like the the B Dubs one because I think that like yeah, most it,
2: people what I was what I was kind of hoping is that and we're not seeing it yet. Uh, I think some groups are starting to work on getting like uh, point of sale systems in place. Um, yeah, the I, Wendy's one I think we mentioned. Yeah, but they don't have point of sale either. It's, it's oh, it just was a just a side, the like their uh, their menu stuff is being run right. by Yeah, in
1: it's more kiosky stuff. Um, yeah.
2: yeah, so display stuff. That's not that abnormal. Uh, that, that happens a lot. So when you see signs and display type stuff in stores, that generally speaking could be Chrome OS or Chromium OS or something like that uh, running in kiosk mode. Um, that's been going on for a long time, um, even like billboards and stuff like that. Um, and I think B-Dubs does that a little bit, mm-hmm. um, from what I understand. But the, the big thing for them, uh, and I like that, that's why we chose to, to feature this one, is it's an interactive element. So mm-hmm. if you go to B-dubs, you know good and well there's trivia. Like all the time there's trivia. And Always. And you can you know, jump in and play. Well, that's all being powered by Chrome OS, uh, which is really cool. Um, you've got, I forget the numbers, it's 1,200 plus restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I think they deployed over 2,000 uh, probably Chrome boxes. More yeah. More likely across guess, the board. Yeah. Um, but Chrome OS devices. And so, yeah. So if you go to B-dubs and you go and play uh, trivia at B-dubs, you're you're playing that trivia on a what amounts to a Chromebook yep. or a Chrome OS uh, of some sort. So that's that's kind of a cool thing. Like I'd love to see uh, some of the back end stuff or like point of sale or something, something else run that's that's more functional, um, and more um, necessary, I guess, from a business standpoint. But for B dubs that's just that's not what they're doing yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, I, I think eventually if Chrome OS could get to the point where they're replacing point of sale systems, I think people will jump all over it. Yeah, um, mainly because it's it's solid and it doesn't crash all the time. Yeah, and so like and you don't point have to worry about systems, updates, right? Yeah, you, you you run into all these problems with them, and so having a really solidly running OS underneath your point of sale system is just one of those things you don't have to think about all the time. You don't have to worry about everything crashing, and we can't take credit cards right now, no. and whatever you know that that can happen with uh, with Windows. Like, like pointing Android at... is doing that for like the Toast. Is yeah. that what uh... a lot of those are running yeah. Android? Yeah, and little restaurant down here downtown. A perfect example. Those. Remember, we were at uh, Top Golf a few months back, and I think it was, I think it was the Top Tracer thing. Um, oh yeah, half wasn't like the, the screens. Yeah, on, it wasn't, it on wasn't our the floor. whole thing. It was, it was just the Top, the top Tracer screen, part, yeah. like that shows the ball flight, and like the entire floor uh, windows <laughs> was taking an update, and it was like we looked out, and they were all it's time for this <laughs> dude, update to happen, dude, dude. and it's like that little window Uh-oh. pops up, like you're going to take this update now, so you can do it. In a second or you can restart now but it wasn't like are you sure you want to take this update and so we we're like telling the server and they had to go find somebody that's in IT to go you know either cancel the update or wow. figure it. and they all went offline like yeah. for the rest of the time we didn't have top tracer uh, yeah. the games keep kept working but that, right. that part the thing that ran the top tracer uh, visualization as far as like seeing your yeah. golf ball flight was just done yeah because windows needed to update right then right, right there um, and it doesn't update like Chrome OS where it can just do it in the background and let you know when it's done and say hey do you want to just restart now so I, I think down the road you know some of those systems could be yeah could be run on Chrome OS yeah the um, the hospital
0: aspect clinicians you know you if you've ever been in a hospital and I would imagine most people probably have and in, in one form or fashion and you always see the little key tags getting uh, you know that's how they'll access the devices mm-hmm. um, you know that sort of stuff I, I'm, a, I'm assuming all of those little tag readers
1: and stuff are just little things you
0: hook in with
1: USB well, or something, that, uh, or how is that stuff Clever's been doing it for a few years in schools and stuff, and kids, they have a QR code oh, yeah. on a badge, and the webcam just sees it. So the webcam... Is active even though it's logged out of whatever the kiosk mode is. You put it up and it logs that person, and it's cool because it's not just unlocking the device; it's logging that specific person. So he, so there's a record of who's logging in the device at what time, and in the medical field, that that's a huge, huge necessity. I can't remember with the example were they
0: utilizing Mm -hmm. devices like in the hospital or were they? I think that one was they were getting more of like the admin type folks set up with Chrome OS so that they could work from home. Yeah, it
2: was, it was more of that. We've talked with people talking about how we're starting to see Chrome OS in those clinician spots yeah. where that, like the, the rolling desk yeah. that has a computer oh, on yeah, it. Yeah. It That's that. Stuff. I was like, I knew they this. badge into that and it's quicker, it's faster. And they're logged into their profile with all their stuff, their shortcuts and everything, you know, it just makes more sense and they can have, Everybody on that floor can be can have their own profile yep. and you just RFID, boom, Boop, you're, you're ready are into to the system, you're logged in and going. Uh that's all stuff Chrome OS is very capable of and, and is doing uh real time right now. But the, the hack and sack meridian thing is more yeah, it was more of an admin yeah uh, situation. They yeah. wanted to deploy people to work from home. So like, um I forget the number. Uh it was a lot. Six thousand? Um I wanna say it was six thousand. I can pull it up and
0: tell you I don't know. I put the graphic in the video. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, just, like, deployment. It's all of these things that we've always talked about with Chrome OS. You know,
2: speed, simplicity, and security. All right. of those things are uh, great for businesses, too, especially. Yeah, at the end of the day, like the, that's they don't care whether it's Windows or whatever. Like, is their, their no. service, their application, the thing that they need to get done, is it running on, is it running well and, and working? Or,
1: you know, and, and can they get their updates without... Every right. And a lot point. of that goes back to what we've talked about for years. It's a lot of it is, I mean, Robbie and I experienced this when we were, we both used to work for a chiropractor and he was on some old, old legacy software and trying to transition from that to something that was more cloud based or at least something that was more current for stuff like notes and uh, insurance billing and all. That. I remember he, he used to hand bill his insurance, mm-hmm. which was insane. Yeah. We updated to online billing and stuff. As that technology catches up, and these companies that make, because medical software is always about ten to fifteen years behind, like Silicon Valley software, yeah, right. that, <laughs> be, because there's so much, there's you know, there's HIPAA dependent violate, there's all that stuff that's that's built around the medical industry. Uh, it just it moves slower. So you can't just take everything that you're doing locally on a program that's installed and go, oh, well, we're just going to put this all on the cloud. There's a lot of red tape and all yeah. that. As that stuff catches up and it can all be done securely on a web-based platform, Chrome OS is the, it's the answer. Yeah. I mean, especially for like these carts and stuff that you're talking about, because you've got devices with all day battery life. You've got, you know, stuff that's lightweight and cloud ready and durable in it, some It just makes cases, sense. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah. Yeah, so the we, d- we didn't have a number on uh, <clears throat> Hackensack, and sack, but uh, by leveraging Chrome OS, they saw a 10% reduction in login time. So this is, I think this right. is for practitioners right. as well. Uh, $6 million in savings for licenses, <laughs> wow. uh, management and infrastructure, easier transition paths for employees to work from home. And a quote from them was the cost savings are impressive, but the biggest impact of using Chrome OS devices along with Google Workspace and other tools is that our clinicians, nurses, and frontline workers have fast, secure access to health records in Epic mm. uh, so that they can deliver faster, better patient experiences. So yep. being able to just pull records, um, you know, to have that chart basically pulled up quickly and and not have to is it, you know am i logged into this computer i need to move to that com- like uh-huh. like the ability to do that know that it's secure it's safe and it's sandboxed like we yeah. know part of the security of chrome os is that when i'm logged in i'm only seeing the stuff that i'm supposed to see i can't even even very skilled hackers can't move out of that sound sandbox, sandbox into a, someone else's account so you know, uh, obviously a doctor or nurse at a hospital is not going to sit and try to hack into (laughs) another doctor's records. Like they don't have time for that and they're not messing with that. And so uh, it it creates this very secure setup basically for people to just jump in and out of devices and not have to go find their device or their, you know, their little cart with their, you know, stuff on it. Um, So I can imagine that would be uh, that would help a lot uh, in those scenarios.
0: Yeah. The, the call center stuff. I mean, we've, written even other articles about the, yeah. the call mm-hmm. center stuff you know so so much of uh what these folks are sitting there doing is on uh in the browser you know they're yeah. <laughs> that's what they're doing they're they're, they're helping a... folks to get stuff done uh and they can do it all through the browser so um obviously deploying chromebooks you know if, if you have these call centers with who knows how many devices in there right and you're having to it and have admin of all these windows and doing all these oh, yeah. updates and all that I mean, it can, it's probably a nightmare save you
2: tons of time tons oh, yeah. of money,
0: and also like having to have a specific device rather than just being able to walk up to whatever device and log in all, there's yep. all your stuff so yep. um so yeah it was you know it's a just a kind of a little bit of a different video for us obviously um but we had had some cool discussions with folks at google um and just thought it was something that, you know, the general consumer might be interested in hearing. Like, Chrome OS is kind of hiding in plain sight in, in yeah. some of these kind of interesting places that you wouldn't normally think. Like, you, you, you wouldn't walk into B-dubs and be like, oh, I, I bet you those. Yeah. Unless you saw some, you know, uh, toolbar. Like yeah. You're not going to know that it's, yeah. you know, Chrome OS powering it. So,
2: yeah, it was just something a little different. It yeah. was something fun. And I think, you know, I think for general consumers, the takeaway here is... Um, the more Chrome OS invades all these other spaces, the more apt app developers are going to be to make applications that work well on Chromebooks. Um, you know, because we're going to talk about some stuff that's not so, you know, rainbows and sunshine um, here in a minute with with Chromebook growth and, and where we are in this market. But when you think about all those kind of things, like Chrome OS continues to stick around and continues to define different ways to be of value to different people in different places and the more it does that like people underestimate that when you go to best buy and you're like oh why are there all these windows devices well the the answer for that question goes in a hundred different directions it's because you know we like Gabe and I and you probably did too grew up on windows devices in school that's what you had you went to the computer lab and it was a windows device you grew up on windows so Ergo, you know, yeah. at the end of school, now you got to buy a PC for something, and you need one for the house. And guess what? You're going to go buy, and you're going to go buy something random. You know, like that's just one path. You know, there's there's also all these legacy applications and and uh, scenarios that people use Windows for, and it's. You know, people dog on Windows all the time, but it's got to stay old. Like it's got to stay good at doing all that old crap. Too. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, right. What you were just talking about because with, with Doctor Miller, like, right. it, like it, you, Windows, like Microsoft couldn't have just shown up one day and be like, you know what? Screw all those people with yeah. all their old software. We don't care. All the factories that build cars and all the other places that do all this other wild stuff with machinery. Screw all of them. Windows 11 is not going to support any of that stuff. It's going to be cloud based like Chrome OS. I mean it'd be an upheaval yeah. and an uprising oh, and, yeah. And people would freak out and it would be terrible for our economy. I'm like I feel like the government would probably get involved at that point with Windows. Like maybe about they have already. Server infrastructure and I mean, all yeah. of yeah. that stuff. Like
0: it, it, the it, it, cloud
2: <laughs> things would be an absolute catastrophe. And so, you know, people dog on Microsoft all the time. I'm like, you, you're not thinking about all the ways that Windows embedded into our yeah. culture, into our workforce, into everything around us and so yeah chrome os has been around for 10 years that's nothing it's nothing no Uh, especially not at this point in the story so you know os's have only been a thing for you know since the late 80s well you know that's a what 40 year story 35 year story at this point so you're only coming in at the last little bit of it the last 10 years of it with chrome os and and chrome os hasn't even been like a legit operating system for more than I don't know six or seven years at this yeah, point. Like the six. first three or four years, it was it was a browser. Right. It was a browser that it was a laptop that just ran a, a Chrome browser. Um, and so, like the idea that that just because Chrome OS can do a bunch of stuff, like it should just be everybody should just put it in place. Like that's just not going to happen. It's it's too difficult for companies to spend the money to 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 dedicate the resources to go and do that thing. And so, yeah. if that's that hard, that means windows is going to stick around for a long time and so this this grind that Chrome OS is going through to show up in new places is going to be exactly like what we're talking about it's going to be oh look over here boom there's one win and here's one over here here's a win over here and here's one win over here and slowly but surely probably over the next decade again yeah before more and more companies are running stuff can factories probably write software that could help them run their robotic stuff on Chrome OS yeah yeah, yeah I could they yeah. do it on with web applications yeah, i mean there's yeah, web-based
1: probably. cad programs and 3d printer programs now so that i have no doubt that that could be done and it's
2: all coming because we all know that like delivering stuff and keeping stuff updated in that kind of fashion makes way more sense yeah Than everything being on one drive that's in one place that if that room caught fire it all falls apart like why wouldn't you want everything you know secure and cloud-based You most people do it's just that long transition it takes. Mm-hmm. It's not just about getting consumers to understand uh, OSs. Like, there's just so many different avenues for people to approach what computer to use, and so the idea that Chromebooks are just going to show up and take over—it's like that's just ignorant. Right. It's not going to happen, um, and it's going to be a slow, arduous task. You know, and it, it has been for the last few years, and it's going to continue to be that because. It's hard to unseat this stuff. It's too embedded. And
1: that's the thing. It's not so much a matter of, oh, Chrome OS is the future. They're shaping the future. It's just the web is moving forward in, in ways that we've talked about for years. The web is becoming the platform for everything. The internet is becoming where everything is functioning and living. Chrome OS just happens to already be there. It's there, yeah. waiting on that. So it, it's it was built around that. As it was ahead of you know. its time, yeah. But it's it's just Chrome OS is better positioned to leverage the direction that software in general is going. So. Yeah,
2: and it's a you know a, <clears throat> a spot that I'm sure when they look at it now, <clears throat> as as things are moving in that direction, that. I'm sure if you ask somebody at Microsoft and they could candidly answer you they would be like, "Yes, we wish we could just cut ties with all of this garbage yeah. and move forward." But you can't. And build a cloud-based OS, but they've tried. They've tried to do that and the problem is like like they live in that limbo between mm-hmm. supporting all of this old stuff and and then trying to get consumers to understand that they would like to move away from that, right? Because like consumers get it, and they they're like, well, why can't I install blah blah blah? And they're like, well, you know, because it's we're trying to do a web based thing, and they're like, but it's Windows. I should be able to install my old program from 1987, you know. And and they, I don't know how you deal with that. Like the fact that they are still around and still relevant is, I mean, kudos to Microsoft for that. For sure, it's very difficult to do. Apple doesn't have to do that. You know, they've they've been able to build much in the same way that Google's trying to build Chrome OS. And in a way where it took, God, I mean, it probably took over a decade of, of well, longer than that, really. I
0: was going to say. About
2: Apple computers, They were the early ones were when we were in elementary school. And so, um, uh, that's 30 years. And so, I mean, I remember they weren't, Apple computers weren't like a cool thing until... The first iMacs, those colored ones that were in all those different colors, that became like it was trying to be cool then. And then the the uh, iPads came out. Gosh, I was up in Ohio. I worked at a call center that, that handled iPad or not iPad iPod support uh, for those original ones with the click wheels and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Had one of those. So that would have been 0304-ish. Um, and still, at that point, nobody used Macs. Like nobody. I didn't I didn't know anybody personally. I worked at a call center that dealt with iPods. No one had Macs there. I remember there were a couple there at that office. And uh, and so that's 04. So I mean mm-hmm. that's that's only twenty years ago. Right. You know, that, that still at that point Apple hadn't really cracked into this thing. And even now, as popular as MacBooks have become, I would say they're quite popular. Um, they're still the number three selling operating system. Um, and so, I don't know. It's just a weird thing when you start thinking. Like, the, the depth and the the breadth of what Microsoft has their claws in. Mm-hmm. It's just very difficult to overcome. The, and the, so, these little victories yeah. are really cool Yeah, for sure. Over time. And, and, and eventually, eventually, over time, as long as Google sticks with it, and I think that they're going to, and Chrome OS keeps finding these little wins, you know, consumers come around on that stuff just because it's around them. Consumers most times don't think about this stuff that much. They're not really sitting and thinking about what OS they're going to buy in their next lap- laptop. They'll think about it when it's time to buy the new laptop. And they'll be like, well, I guess they got to buy something. Let's see what's out there. And they'll think about it for a little bit. And and if they don't want to think about it, they're just going to buy exactly what they've bought before. Like, it's, it is it is a slow-moving thing. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I like I like highlighting like, these wins like this because it's like you kind of see this little crack, like, oh, there's a, there's a spot where Chrome OS can kind of break through, um, but it's just going to take a long yeah, while. I, I remember being ignorant enough just a few years ago to think maybe it wasn't going to take that long. Like, yeah. we're going to see this big upheaval, no. and it's like, it's just well, it's too embedded. It's just for, too embedded. For,
0: for us tech enthusiasts, you know, like, we love trying new things, or like... You know, we've always said we're we're the contrarians uh, in right. and we like trying this new thing. But the average person, like you said, if if they're looking for a new piece of tech, they're just they're what, what what's the new version of what I already had, right? You yeah. know, and, and the iPhone obviously got a lot of people into to you know the Mac OS just because. Right kind of ecosystem lock in oh well if you've got that your iphone sense. you can do this and this on it. your text messages or your iMessages. sorry yeah. iMessages are going to show up here yeah um, they're they so brilliant early on yeah so uh, that that got a lot of people into mac os but yeah i mean it's just going to be a a, a slow <laughs> slow and steady grind uh we, we really hope that chrome os will <laughs> still be here in a few years i think it will yeah. be i don't, I don't um, think
2: it's i don't think it's going anywhere no. as far as like An operating system or a way to compute. I don't think that's happening. I don't think it's going to it's not going to leave. Um, I do think it's changing though.
0: Right. And so let's let's kind of talk through that because you know we've talked a little bit about like people going out and buying devices well you now have a you know a full range of devices you can go buy. You can go buy a thousand dollar Chromebook right now. And it's know. brilliant, and it's, it's a great. great
2: piece of hardware,
0: right? Or you can also just go buy the seventy nine dollar whatever. <laughs> what was that one to Lenovo that went on sale oh, that yeah, one time old, for old 70, three. 79 yeah. bucks?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you buy a computer, I mean, <laughs> and it is what it is. You get what you pay for. But right. is yeah. it still capable? Yeah, yeah,
2: I mean, yeah. And I mean, there's just this broad range of of devices now. When we talk about the consumer market, you know, and and there's the there's the enterprise market that. You know, for gosh, it was last year and then maybe the, a little bit the year before, where every nice Chromebook that came out, it felt like it was, they were all enterprise. Like it was, yeah, yeah. Here's this new Chromebook. Look at all these specs yeah. and specs and specs. Elite and, specs. Dragonfly. and it would all go to, you know, enterprise channels. And so, you know, if you went to a Best Buy, you didn't see any of these devices. And they were ultra nice and they were crazy expensive. Like people were freaking out about a $1,000 Chromebook. I mean, some of those Dells were twenty seven hundred dollars <laughs> right. i'm like <laughs> yeah what? and they weren't for the best chrome? of the best no I mean, was, they weren't i mean I, I remember
1: thinking the cx9 was going to be the poster child of chrome os oh yeah you can't go to a store and buy it it's never i don't think it's ever been in a store no it's uh you buy it from asus or through uh, retail part or some through, weird, uh enterprise channels yeah, yeah. some weird retailers you've never heard of before you're like yeah i'll trust you I'm, I'm sure
2: you'll deliver my package. ShopBLT.com. Oh, hey, they're actually that, legit yeah, they're, they're, They are ShopBLT. It it also legit. sounds like a sandwich <laughs> that I like. Yeah, a I mean, lot. I love BLTs, I love BLT's. You're wrong, but I don't want to buy Chromebooks. Can we right. do BLTs tomorrow?
1: <laughs> no, <I> was, <laughs> that sourdough I was going to make some ribs, but okay. I'll, let's do both. ribs. Ribs and, ribs and BLT's. bacon. BLT's. All right, ribs and Why? Why are you I, mention are I have high about? cholesterol. I mentioned that. Why are we talking about lunch? No sorry. sorry. Uh,
2: uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's this there's this broad scope, right? So, enterprises uh, over the last few years is getting these crazy expensive devices that we all knew you know, were priced in such a way that nobody wanted to go buy them unless you're going to buy them for a fleet of workers and then they probably cut you a deal or something. I don't know. We're not on that side of things. I don't know how that works. I don't know how anybody can condone spending that much money on any laptop, not just a Chromebook, anything. Yeah. like It's just ridiculous. Anyway, that's that, that was happening. Meantime, there's all these affordable Chromebooks, like all sorts of them showing up that, again, never show up in a consumer channel and are uh, going and selling in the thousands to schools. And that, that's a whole different section of Chromebooks. Um, usually really affordable devices that put a premium on durability, and that's the main thing. Like, that's the main thing that they do. Like, they don't care how fast it is. These school districts just want them to last. Yeah. <laughs> Does the screen look like trash? I don't care. Can you pick the keys off and is it going to survive some drops? Like, those
1: are the big things. And and so that, chocolate that, milk
2: getting yeah. spilled on it. <laughs> so right. that money. That, Did you all hear something
0: about chocolate milk? They're not going to have chocolate milk in schools anymore? Yeah, I saw it on man, the news what? the other
1: day. My kids are devastated. What? My kids are going drink chocolate <laughs> milk. i <but. laughs> sorry. Layman loves the strawberry
2: milk, but I'm assuming chocolate milk is going to strawberry milk. I used like him um that's disgusting
1: I <laughs> sorry like i don't like chocolate or good. strawberry milk i mean it's, I just, it's strawberries and cream
2: yeah it's delicious um but yeah so like <laughs> when you think about uh, uh chromebooks for education like because the priority is put towards those things like it's it's gotta survive i mean we did a whole video about Really beating the crap out of a, a, a education <laughs> Chromebook and it stood up really well. Yeah, go watch the video. We'll link it. But it that's was fun. All that R and D and those materials all go towards that. The rest of it's like, ooh, we'll make it as fast as we can and we'll put as good of a screen as we can in it. But really, the at the end of the day, it's
1: got to be it's got to be able to take a beating and it's got yeah. to. Yeah, and we bag on edu devices a lot, but at the end of the day, that's what it. That's, that's what why they, they cost the way they do. Because right. I, you know, working in the car business, all the techs always had the big Panasonic whatever book things. Like, you can literally run over those with a Super Duty truck. That's what they're designed to do. They cost, like, $4,000. That's why. They're not great laptops. (laughs) Right. You're
2: purchasing the durability. Uh, And so, those two spectrums kind of push themselves to the sides. And then, I feel like, you know, Google, obviously, has done well in the education space, obviously, with Chromebooks. And then, on the flip side, they're really making a lot of moves in enterprise, just like what we just talked about, where you know, Chrome OS is in all sorts of different spaces. So you got and those And not to pieces. mention Flex. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> Chrome OS Flex takes that all to a different level yeah. too. But then here in the middle of both of those things, you've got the general consumers. And so when you look at that, it's super tempting to be like, well, there's all this high end stuff going to enterprise markets. You know, why don't we have that in the consumer space? And then, you know, why don't we have more uh, affordable options coming from all these EDU Chromebooks? Well, because no one wants to go buy something that looks like it's got bumpers on it right. at Best Buy. And then no one's going to spend $2,000 on a Chromebook from the enterprise group. So what, are the, what do the Chromebooks look like for consumers? And when you start looking at that, that range of devices, a pretty big problem arises uh, fairly quickly. I watched a video, or uh, MKBHD, was, it's like a clip from his podcast. And he was talking about, they said some, one of the guys that is on the show said, you know, usually you, you use... The newest thing that comes in, so as soon as it shows up, you start using it, and he's like, "You you have done that with your Mac," and he picked up his M1, and I granted it was the whatever the big Max Ultra whatever M1X, M1 yeah, the the bigger M1 chip, but he's still using the M1 for his editing device, like that's what he works on, and uh, he was just like, you know, that there's this huge, he used the word quantum leap, I'm like wasn't, I guess if you talk about like the show or whatever, but the generational leap was from Intel-based MacBooks to the first, the M1 MacBook. And so that was this massive gap that happened and no one really believed it was gonna happen. And then when they came out and people started actually testing stuff on it, I was like, holy hell, like they did something remarkable. I mean, and Apple does that from time to time. Like there's a do something that you're just like, gosh, like nobody else can do that. Nobody else can do it. Do you
0: remember the video, was it 20 times faster? Something like that. you talking
2: about their stuff? No,
0: no, no, That video we did whenever I exported the same oh, file. God. I think it was oh, 20 yeah. times faster. It was like 16x,
2: 20x. Yeah. It yeah. was crazy. And it was, that's comparing Mac to Mac. Yeah. It's not like it's comparing it to an Apple device. Same or, video, and it, it was same wasn't an in old Intel. It was no. the latest yeah. Yeah. Intel yeah. Uh, Mac Mini. Yeah. So, like, yeah. substantially faster. So, yeah, it yeah. was wild. Um, And it was one of those things, like, it, once you walked away from because I thought when they first announced it, I was like, eh, there's
0: going to be no some bugs. It's going to take a few like, years. Because no. the graphs were super mm-hmm. weird.
2: Remember, like, people really got onto them because they were unclear. I'm like, they're being weird because... It's not really that much better. It's it's going to be maybe a little better, and it, it was mind-bogglingly good. Um, and then you know the M2s have come out since then, but those were a bump over the M1. Like they offered performance boosts, but the M1 is still more. Abeased. It's more iterative, iterative, yeah. yes. And so uh, when you look at that, this one's the M1 Max. So oh, I thought we still, I thought we got in it. No, we never went to M2, did we? No. Yeah, because there wasn't any. Well, I remember we looked at benchmarks. and It was yeah. like. Uh, there's no yeah. real need to, to do that. Um, yeah, and so we're using the M1 Mac. So that's similar to what Marquez is yeah. probably using. Um, and so what he said in that, uh, he was like, yeah, you know, the M1's fine. And matter of fact, when someone comes to me and asks about buying a new laptop, the thing I send them to is the M1 MacBook Air. Uh, and now, on his thing, it showed 900, but it's 999 MSRP. So the entry level, it's like eight. Gigs of RAM, I think 128 gigs of storage, M1, yeah. MacBook Air.
0: And MacBooks don't go on sale. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> not so a I'm thing. I'm not sure. Well, what. The, actually, <laughs> they are on sale right now. Yeah. Are they doing some special or well, something?
1: Well,
2: like Best Buy. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. has it right now. For the M1s are all like two to $400 off right yeah. Now.
2: now. Yeah. Now, when they do a sale, they'll do it across the board. Like yeah. everybody has that sale. Now, it,
1: BH Photo has the M2 Pro, which is the smaller, the 10 core, but it's still the M2 Pro. Two hundred dollars off, which huh. that doesn't sound exceptional, but for a MacBook current generation, that's a good. That's chunk. great. Yeah, so what I just said, off, so. for
0: forget that they do go on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Joe not know. Him. Not often do they discount yeah. their things. I mean, you it's put across it
1: the
2: board. Way. It's yeah. not like you like, you can shop around. Like no, if yeah, they're no, on no. sale, it's kind of like the Pixel Buds. Pixel Buds are either on sale across the board or they're right. just not on sale exactly, at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, right now when I wrote that article, actually I went to go look at Best Buy M one. MacBook air was eight hundred dollars and 799 bucks and so I'm like that's wild at that point with a device that's that good meanwhile it's getting 24 plus hours of use not just idle battery life of usage so like if you use it for eight hours you could probably use it for like three days without charging it it has no fans um, it's a Mac so it's built incredibly well um, you know a really good screen excellent keyboard haptic trackpad great speakers, you know, you name it. Unless you're looking for a touchscreen or pen input, it's got what you want in a in a clamshell device. Something like that that has that kind of computing power and that much nascent potential from a computing standpoint, like you got to think about this. If if I'm buying an $800 laptop, I may not edit videos right now. But what if in 6 months I decide to start up a YouTube channel? Can I edit videos on that? Can I edit photos? Um, am I gonna am I gonna have a large library of applications to choose from, different ways to get things done? Am I going to be able to use this for work if if I get a job and someone says, hey, you need to download blah 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 to, to do your work? Am I gonna be able to do like you start answering thinking about those questions and for a long time I was just always I don't know, I pushed back towards that stuff. I'm just like, well, you know, if Chrome OS is what you love, then high-end hardware is fine. Like for a person like me that has I'm just like in this ecosystem, this is what I want to use, I can condone a thousand dollars for what HP offers in a hardware uh, in hardware materials because yeah, the the dragonfly Pro is fantastic. And I know I'm going to choose Chrome OS. But people like that are the vast minority of consumers. And that's where, when you start looking at these two other things, the enterprise and the, the education, well, education, it's and, well, and an enterprise. A lot of times, these devices are foisted on people. So you didn't, it's not like they're asking, hey, little Billy, would you like a MacBook or a <laughs> right. Windows device or a tablet? It's just like, here, child, here's your computing device. This is what you will use. And the kid's like, okay. Same thing happens when yep. enterprise, You know, the fleet all gets a device. Here's your device. We're not asking for you to vote. This, this is what we bought. <laughs> right, this is it. This is what you will use, and so that makes that different than the consumer because the consumer gets to go to Best Buy and go, huh? There's a MacBook over there. There's an iPad. There's some Samsung tablets. Yeah. There's Windows devices. There's Chromebooks. Because I uh, and I have this much money yeah. when I go to plunk my money down. If I don't, I don't know about Chrome OS. I, my kid has it. I don't know, and I don't really know about Mac OS that much. I think I, you know, I kind of know Windows. That's what I had before. But I got my 800 bucks, and I'm looking at an $800 Windows device. Those are usually going to be pretty sketchy. not an option. You know, there's some, but, man, that looks flimsy, or that screen looks like trash. When I look at it next to that MacBook Air that's sleek and slim and looks gorgeous, well, my buddies have had a MacBook. You know, I know you can do all the stuff that you would need to do on it, or I can spend 800 bucks on this Chromebook, and I've never heard of Chrome OS. I don't know what I can or can't do on it. And when I've looked stuff up online, I'm like, oh, that feels like a little bit of a workaround, that kind of stuff. You see really quickly how a consumer could come yep. into that situation and go, I I can't risk spending this money on a Chromebook. I need to buy Windows or a MacBook because I need to make sure that all my apps work at the end of the day for the money right now, especially when you compare it to Windows.
1: like. Why would you not buy the MacBook?
2: And that's what, like me
1: personally, I mean, knowing what Chrome OS does and 99% of what I do, Chrome OS is fine. I'm still just going to go out and buy a more budget-friendly Chromebook, and I'm going to take my $800, and knowing that I do edit some video, you know, I do some stuff for our church, and then we're doing more stuff here for the Golf Channel. I'm going to buy a MacBook, not a Chromebook, and I'm a Chrome OS guy. That's because I know for $800 – it's a better value. Not only that, one thing we didn't mention, resale and stuff like that. Right. My friends just got new uh, MacBooks and they traded in. I think the Apple store gave her $500 for her 2019 MacBook Air. Right. Show me a three-year-old Chromebook that anyone's going to pay you $500 for. Right. It's and, not going to happen. Went, and they went to the Apple store. Mm. Like,
2: don't forget that part of that whole equation mm-hmm. that they can walk in that store when there's a problem or something's going wrong. Like... As much as a Chrome OS enthusiast as I am, and I do think that Chrome OS and the way that Chrome OS operates is like the future of computing, Mm -hmm. you know, it it is leveraging, Uh, it's it's in its own kind of zone, but we're still not there yet in the consumer space. We're not at the point where consumers trust this OS and know this OS well enough to know that they can get what they need out of an $800 device. They're just not there. And so that can sound really bleak like well then what's that leave yeah. well that that leaves a lot because i'm talking about a person with 800 to a thousand dollars to walk into a store apple's not going to come down much from that apple's not selling anything technically at 800 anyway these are these are sales and deals that are happening generally speaking a thousand bucks is the floor for them and and that's not like some bc device that's eight gigs of ram and 120 right you're, and you're it's not been editing. that way for years i remember yeah. buying uh going into
0: college my buddy and I went up to. Uh, it was one of the big Apple resellers in in Cincinnati. Gosh, what was the name of that store? It's kind of like a big Best Buy, but they yeah. do a lot of Apple stuff. They there was like one deal that he found. and It was eight ninety nine. I remember him going and buying. Oh, yeah. It It was the uh, the kind of pill shaped uh, MacBook that had mm-hmm. the soft bottom. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. I mean, that was in. Twenty
2: eleven. Yeah, you know yeah, that's not going to change. It's just not like Apple's not the type of brand to be like, "Cool, we're going to release a new MacBook that's six hundred dollars because we've got our own silicon now." They're just there's just not going to do that. And and again for not having a touchscreen, only having eight gigs of RAM and one hundred twenty eight gigs of storage. I mean, those are those are phone specs, man. So yeah, you can edit some video on it, and you can probably install the apps, but you are going to run into storage problems immediately. Because uh, I guarantee you the the OS probably takes up 40 to 50 gigs uh, of storage. And so you're not going to have much space to work with. Um, you're going to be working off SD cards or or, or uh, portable hard drives. And so it's not like it's a perfect solution. They're going to be wrong. And I'm not saying like, oh, Mac is the best thing ever. And that's right. what everyone's. Got. I'm just saying that when a consumer walks into Best Buy and is faced with that conundrum with their money in their hand, they're going to have to make a decision based on some of those factors. They can't just be like, well, I'd, I'd love to think Chrome OS could do what I need. They don't know. And even if they think they know, if they've never had a Chromebook before, they're not sure they're not going to spend that kind of money. And so it means that that as much as it pains me to admit it, that portion of Chromebooks uh, for consumers is just not there yet. Um, it's been attempted a couple times. The pixel book, um, to an extent, the Pixelbook Go, the Pixel Slate, um, the Samsung Galaxy Chromebook, and now the Dragonfly Pro, uh, where where these devices were sold to consumers at these kind of price points. And the Pixelbook eventually made its way through. I think people saw the brilliance, just like sheer brilliance of that piece of hardware. Um, but most of the other ones never really broke through into any kind of... And, and I don't know that consumers actually it broke through with consumers the pixel book i think like tech reviewers came around yeah. to it uh that doesn't necessarily mean anything um we tech reviewers are not normal people <laughs> just you're just, an just odd not. breed yeah Well, it's just you're <laughs> not like you look at these people and it's like you don't you're not representative of the actual like working class of people who are going to walk into a store and buy a laptop um and so what that leaves then for the consumer space is this really interesting spot where I just don't think right now until Chrome OS can prove itself a little more substantially that those those prices of devices, and I'm including the seven and $800 Chromebooks mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Those ones that come
1: out at MSRP, 730 $760, they are too expensive. Yeah, and Period. that's why when, when they go on sale, because like the Spin and the HP... Consistently get two hundred dollar discounts or okay. more when they go on sale for two hundred dollars, we see droves of people yep. going to buy those. You know, it's and, and that poll we did on the
2: HP what the <laughs> max people said was what eight yeah, hundred. Yeah, that was, that was like the, the, yeah. that was the tip, like the number, like as high as it'll go. Well, that's two hundred dollars more than that MSRP. So, and, and again, I I do want to reiterate like the the Dragonfly Pro is excellent, and for that thousand dollars, you're also getting sixteen gigs of RAM. And half a, ter- is it 256 or 512? It's 512. I think it's 512. Um, and a 14 or 1200 nit screen. Uh, and arguably the best speakers I've ever heard on any laptop, period. And build quality, that's amazing. So, like, you're getting an, an amazing camera, by the way, on the front of it, that destroys any, any uh, MacBook. Um, and so... Honey running around in there. And so, you know, like, I don't want to Downplay it and act like comparing the MacBook Air eight one twenty eight to the HP is like some sort of hardware equivalent. They're not. Yeah. The HP is better hardware, I think. Uh, but it's the it's the value proposition of what right, you can yeah. do with it. And so it's it's more of a perspective situation here. And so if that's the case, if the perspective is shifted this way, then where is it that that Chromebooks need to grow? And it clearly, as clear as I can see anything with Chromebooks. Three hundred to six hundred dollars. Yeah. That's that is the sweet spot. And just like Gabe said, when those seven hundred to seven hundred fifty dollar Chromebooks go two hundred dollars off, we they it. find themselves in that spot, and we see like we get we see these numbers. We know how many sell
1: just from us saying go buy this. Yeah, and we're a small small drop of I, yeah, the correct. traffic that's going to those because when we bigger, you know, the big tech sites when they go on sale, they write that too. So that all scales. People are buying these things. I guarantee, lots it. and lots yeah. of them. But the, it only happens when they go down to those mm-hmm. prices.
2: When when a Chromebook gets launched at seven hundred and fifty bucks, people are like, "Oh, that's neat." And but they'll do. And, and this is what we tell people too: just wait, yeah. just wait for it to go on sale. Because when it does, unless
0: you have to get a device right now,
1: yeah, that, that new the new twelfth gen HP. It went on sale like ten days after <laughs> yeah, it launched. Right,
2: and and I think, I, and I don't know this. We've never had anybody confirm this to us. I really do think that companies, it's like the Coles effect. You know, if you ever shop at a Coles, if, if you know what that is, you've saved Kohl's. millions of dollars yeah. every time you go in That's there. That's what like, they do. They mark yeah. everything up, and then everything's on sale. And so when you check out, it'll say at the bottom of your receipt how much you saved. Yeah, you go in there and
1: buy like, you know, six shirts, some shorts, some stuff for the kids. And your receipt, no joke, it's like you saved $197. And you walk out of there like, yeah. I'm Dave Ramsey. <laughs> Let's go. It you, makes know? you like yeah, people feels good what it is. I'm people. going
0: straight to Zaxby's. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> there's a Zaxby's next door yeah, to our
2: coles. <laughs> um, nah, I saved enough money. I'm going to Cheddar's. Yeah, that's right. No, nah, I'm, I'm still going to go have nah, a sit down nah, meal. Nope, <laughs> not Cheddar's. <laughs> but I think I think a lot of that's happening. So you know, like I got HP some makes
0: walking around money.
2: <laughs> HP makes a new crow book and puts it out for seven hundred dollars, and we're like what like that seems a little steep but it immediately goes on sale you know All and right. so really those msrps are like
1: it's super big on the s part of that suggested price yeah because you know? uh, these aren't loss leaders they're still making money at five hundred dollars yeah. yeah um but i think like so there's that part of it right the
2: the more expensive devices coming down i think when somebody could get hardware like what we see in like the Spin 714, for instance, from Acer, where it's well-built. It's got a great screen. It's got a stowed stylus in it. It's got plenty of internal storage and RAM and speed and a good keyboard and backlighting. It's like, wow, all these superlatives. And I'm going to get that for, like, imagine the MacBook now isn't on sale anymore. I'm going to get that for half of what I was going to pay for that. Right. I can make do with some things if it's half. Right. I could buy two of them for right. that. Uh, Now I can think about this a little more clearly when it's within a few bucks of each other, that's when the, those problems start arising. And then we have this slew of Chromebooks that should be coming. I don't know how many of them will show up for, um, consumers. I hope a bunch, um, that are powered either by some of the new MediaTek chips or these new Alder Lake N chips, which are small core Intel chips. The first one we just, we talked about it last week on this podcast that Lenovo device is the type of device in my mind that manufacturers need to strive towards. Like take that and if take that model, maybe make it a little bit better uh-huh. um, or a little bit less, whatever. And you can stay in that three to six hundred dollar range easily and do a bunch of stuff with these processors and this this hardware that is designed to be affordable. While still thoughtful, like it's not just crap. Like they're not just putting together bad screens and terrible keyboards and slow processors. Like you're starting to figure out some of these things and make these these devices better and stay within the confines of that three to six hundred dollars. And guess what? If you launch it at at six (laughs) hundred bucks, dog is once in here real bad. If you if you launch it at six hundred bucks, you know all of a sudden you know you can drop it on sale for five hundred or four hundred fifty dollars, and it's like in this sweet spot where people aren't just buying it to try it they're buying it because they see that there's a potential there and they know they can save a bunch of money right, and right. people like that feeling they like feeling like hey i got a deal on this thing like i didn't i didn't get taken on this um, and I, I really do feel like that that's the spot where Chrome os in the consumer market has a huge window because go pick out some five to six hundred dollars Windows laptops and I promise you you won't like what you find they're not good oh no they're remember when not. we were
0: shopping for downstairs the yes. the Chamber
2: of Commerce downstairs yeah. needed a device and, and we I, had a I, hard budget was and we had five or six hundred bucks and we're supposed to find something that these people can work on that we can recommend and it, it was, was like, rough they are not good
1: they're and just that not thing good. remember you oh, remember the updates
0: oh. when we first got it oh it was terrible it was
1: like twelve hours and the screen was awful. I remember was, using it for something because I, I was using I was something for HEC and was just like, I, like they, I, why do you all even they, have
0: this? They ran the projector and all of that for all of their yep. chamber meetings on it and I remember I'd, I'd open it up and it'd be like okay it's just not gonna turn on today cool yep. you know um, and have to
2: like terrible terrible device. try to reset it oh man it was not not good now with windows i think once you get to the seven eight hundred dollars you can, you can find some deals with some of those yeah. twelve or thirteen hundred dollars ones are yeah. on sale for eight or nine hundred some of the samsung devices they can be they can be pretty solid nice. windows devices in that sub six hundred dollar category just are awful they're miserable devices to use yeah. um and so I think that's why, like, Chromebooks, when you compare the hardware, like, the actual, like, open this laptop up and type some stuff on it, like, those six and $700 Chromebooks that come down in price, again, I, 714 is what I've got on my mind right now. I think about, like, open that device and set that next to some of these crappy uh, Windows devices. Yep. People are going to choose that every day if, as long as it does what they need. Um, and I think for 85% of people, 90% of people, Chrome OS is going to do what you need. Most people just don't know that. Right. And they're not going to do make an $800 investment and cross their fingers and hope. Um, it's just not going to happen. And now that – I don't know if you all have seen all this stuff with retailers basically really saying, like, this whole, like, pro-consumer return anything you want whenever you want. We're going to be mm-hmm. really open with returns and all that stuff. That's going away. Like, everyone is drawing back on that kind of stuff. They're like, nope. Like, return windows are going to shrink. Um, there's going to be restocking fees on everything. Um, this idea that the consumer can just go willy nilly and buy whatever they want and return it and use Best Buy as a, a trial thing. That stuff's going away. Um, that's not going to stay the point. And so now that, that just heightens the pressure now with, with the money I've got in my hand, I've got to make the right decision the first time. Uh, cause a lot of people that restock fee would be enough to be like, I, I can't return this. Like, I don't have the money to go do that too. Like I've got this money to spend. And, and so if, I can buy a five or six hundred dollar Chromebook that looks really sweet and I've got two or three hundred extra bucks now I can stick in my pocket that sounds really really nice right. and maybe I'll give this a try and this you know and that, mm-hmm. that those are the kind of mind games basically that have to get played in order for Chrome OS to to, to I think have a substantial portion of the consumer market because if we were to cut out education and enterprise the the Chrome OS and Chromebook market is tiny oh yeah uh, comparative uh, to Mac and to Windows. Uh, but I don't think it has to stay that way. And this to, is the way that it, I think it will not stay that way. We need to do like
0: an updated kind of buying guide type video. Like buying a Chromebook in 2023, like our recommendations, yeah. like or our guide to buying a Chromebook in 2023. Yeah, You know, this like everything you've kind of talked through is, is I think very helpful for folks. Like, because if, if someone's walking into Best Buy with, $800 let's use the $800 right. example and they can kind of think through this and maybe get a device that is going to be that you know useful for them long term yeah. like I think I think a Chromebook for most people will get the job done yeah. not everyone <laughs> like we've yeah. never said that but for most people yeah. you can get it done and, and if there's this value proposition like you said I think that's uh, that's interesting. We should we should update. I think we've got we've got like the uh, the, the affordable questions. we did the affordable Chromebook. We did the five questions video you can do something. I don't know. Let's let's put a pin in that. We'll think about it. Yeah, we'll put it. Was, was there something else we wanted to talk about today? Is that is that is that is that your spiel? That's that your a, spiel that's on a, mid-range. That's, a, that's, his, that's his hot take. <laughs> that's, his, that's his hot take right there. Was like there was one take. other thing we wanted to chat through. It, 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 we're like, oh, it'll be a good transition from the mid-range stuff. Yeah,
1: I was going Oh, through. just uh, the AMD. AMD announced their new processors, which it's coming out now that they're not new. They're actually an older processor. Whatever. They, they did a whole presentation about these processors. So there was nothing else. It was just Chrome OS processors, which is really cool because... AMD's kind of been behind the curve on uh, Chrome OS processors since they came out, and yep. it seems like they're doubling down and saying, "Hey, we're going to commit to doing this." And we've gotten with Google and some research and companies, and all this, and we've seen that this mid-range market is what is expanding. They're they're expecting like I think twenty percent growth in the next four years or whatever, and that that is where they can focus on power performance. Uh, efficiency, battery life—they're saying 17 hours battery life from this new processor, but that's their target. is the three to five hundred, six hundred dollar Chromebook range, mm-hmm. and uh, which oddly enough, the first one they came up was this Dell Enterprise one. It's not going to be a consumer device, but there's a new version of the Asus CX34. Uh, that, did, yeah, you, so it'll be it. We just filmed the A-roll for that. Yeah, so uh, that review will be out probably next week. So there'll be an AMD version of that device, and if they, the, these chips are running like neck and neck with like Alder Lake Core i threes, which is stout. Stout, yeah, twelfth gen. They'll core be able I3 to run grade. Steam and all of that. They're not going to be like the i seven Iris, but
2: their GPU is. Their
1: GPU is supposed to be better than Iris Xe, and if they can do these devices like the CX thirty four, CM thirty four, I guess is what yeah, this was going to be M with it convertible stowed stylus i'm sure it'll have a good screen if they can do that the vibe yeah but not white and no rgb yeah if they do that for six or seven hundred dollars that's a big deal yeah
2: and and i'm i'm rooting for amd i always i've always liked amd just Mm -hmm. because their market position's always been great um it's kind of the (coughs) pulling on intel's Uh coat yeah um and so you know like i they just haven't delivered the experience And when those 5000 the Ryzen 5000 yeah. chips came out w- do we ever get a legitimate Chromebook in here with cuz they all we went get to a Lenovo that had one maybe no not, maybe not we may no, have never gotten so. one i don't know um, you know I think and it, we did, but the, huh? and there were there were just none around um, they never showed up in <laughs> consumer channels they a few went to enterprise and like and then you know i don't know i felt like it's just been really hit or miss with amd uh, Chromebooks so to see them kind of like Okay, we're really going to get into this now. Hopefully, means that they've already spoken with manufacturers, and you know they've got some of this stuff lined out, and we'll we'll see some of these devices. Because I mean, between MediaTek, AMD, and Intel, and Qualcomm, whatever here and there, doing, yeah. I mean, they should have that Snapdragon seven C Gen three should have been out six months ago. Yeah, but whatever they're doing, like we should be seeing that three hundred to six hundred dollar Chromebook uh, in droves, like lots mm-hmm. of them look hp took a big swing with the dragonfly and kudos to them like someone needed to do it almost to prove a that it can be done and done right but also be to show like are we are we actually here yet yeah we're not here yet we're, we're just not it's the, the market's not there um you know mm. will enterprises buy up that device they should probably it's excellent that'd yeah. be a great chromebook to hand out mm. but that's not where they marketed this they 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 decided to show up and market this guy to consumers and
0: and specifically I, like the freelance yeah
2: community yeah. and I just I, I feel like they're selling okay um, there are there is a swath of people that want that kind of device it's the people like myself like Gabriel that know that Chrome OS is it and want the best piece of hardware to go with it like I'm not questioning I'm not going to Best Buy to think hmm should i switch to mac today that's not happening right, that's, that's right. i'm too far gone like that this is where i am this is the this is the os i want if if i'm going to get be a movie editor all of a sudden then i'm going to figure out a way to do it on a chromebook or i'm going to go buy a device specifically for that yeah. task
1: um which is what we've done here at, at chrome and, and it's Vox. still like, not going to be a mac it's going to be one of those acer concept d's that's what it's going to be those <laughs> And I have nothing against a Mac or no. anything like
2: that. You know, obviously we use one here for our video editing purposes, but it's that's kind of its purpose. That's its, its yeah. whole thing. I mean, because you edit videos, you end up yeah, like doing your work and stuff yeah. on here at right. the office. But if if you otherwise could, I'm using the Dragonfly. It's a, it's a unitasker. <laughs>
1: yeah. And that's that's kinda of what it's for. For us it is. Uh, for other people it's not. It's their main device.
2: So. Yeah. And so I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't want to get back into all that stuff. I just yeah. I, I think we're going to see more of these devices for I think it, sure. Yeah. I think it's a sweet spot and I think for
0: the average consumer um, I think especially MacBooks being the price that they are right they they have this idea that oh, well, I'm going to have to go spend a thousand bucks, you know? Right. So then when they do find that $500 <laughs> really Chromebook nice that's, that that'll get the job done for them. Yeah, yeah that's that's a spot that that I think Chromebooks can can thrive you well, know I like that i think
2: about devices like the remember the 5400 uh, asus oh yeah cx 5400 that's just so sleek and just you held it and it felt great and it was fast and had a great screen and a stoke stylus mm-hmm. and a great keyboard and like i love that chromebook and i wish that you know the vibe the cx 34 that we're the review will come out next week and we'll talk about it a little bit more next week but you Know it's a good Chromebook, it really is. It's it does a lot of things well, but it doesn't quite have that, like, ah, I love picking this thing up. And for doesn't consumers, have that refined it, feel, yeah. You, know, no. you need to pick up a device just like you do with a MacBook or a Surface laptop and go, Ooh, Yeah, there's that something there, yeah. Um, the Dragonfly has that, yeah. You know, yeah, they can bring that kind of stuff, it doesn't have to be perfect, but they can bring that kind of niceness to a, a six or seven hundred dollar Chromebook, they can. Um some of Acer's products get real close. The 714 is pretty close. It is. Like it has that, like you pick it up and just go, oh, that, this is nice. This is a nice device. Um, and Asus does a good job. They just never put their stuff on sale. They launch Chromebooks at $700, $800. And yeah. That's where they stay. Um, but I think, you know, there's there's room for uh, a lot of that stuff where, where they can pay attention to the finer details and, and launch a Chromebook six, 700 bucks and see it go on sale yep. into that sweet spot on a constant basis. And it'd be a really great device. Yeah. Like they can do it. Um, they're just going to like the manufacturers are going to have to realize that they can sell more volume at that point. Um, right. and, and price things that way for yeah. volume sales versus we're only going to sell 10,000 of these, right. You know, build a device and, and, and take a little bit of more of a loss so that you can sell Hundred thousand. Yeah, I
0: feel like the 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 pricing structure for the for the Dragonfly is 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 doing that. You know, like yeah. they know they know they're not going to sell a ton of those things, yeah. so that that price tag is you know reflective of that. And so so you know I don't I don't think that you know mid range Chromebooks being the sweet spot is 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 not a discredit or anything no, to Chrome, Chrome OS or Chromebooks in any way. It's just we as the True enthusiasts look at that dragonfly and we're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool, this is awesome. Right. But then it's like we, through these discussions we've had this week and you writing that article and talking through it, it's like, yeah, but we aren't like we aren't the average person out there buying no, a device. Just not it's, the person that's walking into Best Buy with that money to buy that that, that Chromebook. Yeah, they're not really realistically looking for the Dragonfly. It's the person who's in Chrome OS who wants that nicer device. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's been fun to kind of talk through and. Kind of wrap our heads around it a little bit. It's always good for us to kind of take a step back and be like, "Are we, are we writing good content that's, right. are You wanna, know, reflective I don't be of the industry? Out a, yeah, a
2: narrative about Chromebooks constantly that is saying like, you know, the market needs to embrace you know thousand dollar Chromebooks. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I, I would like for it to that would be neat, but yeah. for that to happen, a bunch of other things have to happen first, and I just, I just don't think we're there yet, and that's okay. Yeah, you know, it's okay for us not to be at that point. Um, but I do think that. You know, companies could, could be making Chromebooks that are a little bit better mm. than they are mm-hmm. if they realize, right. like, if we hit this spot, we can get more volume. So we don't have – our profit margin doesn't have to be quite as high. Exactly. Um, and you can't tell me that they – some of these devices like we've been talking about that are getting uh, discounted down into that into that sweet spot range – that they're not still making money on. They wouldn't discount them that often if they weren't making money on them still. Yeah, because it's they're every, not other, take it's every other week. I wonder yeah. what yeah. margins are on. I would love to know. On. I don't on know anybody tell us. Or not. A seven
0: fourteen. What's the margin on that thing? <laughs> mm. right.
2: I mean, I bet you it's over would, standard retail markup, which is uh, normally hundred percent markup. Yeah. Um, so I would usually, say it's significant. Yeah. I would, yeah. Well, it's probably more like 150
0: hundred. And just kind of one other last thought here. I, you know, we we talked about this last week with the three I. You know, these, these processors that are getting as good as they are, are, you know, typically a little cheaper, you yeah, know, yeah. The, They're the considerably, cheaper. yeah. So, so you've got that, you've got these MediaTek chips, you know, that are hopefully going to just crush it. And then you can spend a little bit more money on a better keyboard, a little bit more yeah. money on a thing, still kind of keep that price down, still have great margin. So, yeah, I think the processor is getting better and, you know, maintaining a, a cheaper price point. Uh, will help these manufacturers be able to put out these
2: devices at a, at a good price. Well, and I had a thought too in the middle of all this, like two devices that come to mind that, that kind of break some of this mold uh, and maybe even three if you discount the, the processor inside of it are the tablets that have come out. Like they, right. un, they undo right. a lot of the stuff th- that we're talking about like in a good way, like the HP X2 11, mm-hmm. the Lenovo Duet 5, and the Duet 3. When you hold those devices... They don't feel like their price tag. No. no. They just don't. No. Like most people, if you handed that to them, they saw that OLED screen and felt the thin build quality and, you know, the aluminum and glass. And they would not look at that and be like, oh, yeah, that's 499 on its worst day. Yeah. You the know, folios are fantastic. $379, yeah. you know, when it's on sale all the time. Like, that. so, okay, what is it about those devices that allows you to sell those all the time at that price? And whatever that is, put that on a Chromebook. Right. right. I would think a Chromebook's cheaper to make anyway. You're not having to deal with detachable pieces. Right. You don't have to go make this custom thing, like army. a folio, all that. Yeah. It's, so there there are ways to get quality materials yeah. uh, in a cheaper device. There, there just are. Um, and so manufacturers we're just going to, go to it it. We're just going to go do it. We're just going to go do it. We're going to make our own. The Chrome Unboxed Chromebook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Unboxed Chromebook. Chrome Unboxed book. It's the Chrome Unboxed book. See you. We're going to come up oh, with yeah. a really terrible C name. See you. B, C, B, X, 16. Flip.
2: Flip. Fold.
0: <laughs> it's going to fold, too? Yeah. <laughs> when did we add wow. a folding All screen? laptops fold. <laughs> that it's is true. true. <laughs> it's a
2: flip fold. It's a flip fold.
0: <laughs> Folio. Wow, we've sat here too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, we're out in the sun this morning. Um, yeah, so we're out in the sun this uh, morning.
0: We're gonna... we're, all right. Okay, <laughs> on that note, we <laughs> appreciate you all tuning in. And just listening to this one, there is no like subscribe this time because no, there's no you can video go over to the, to the you can still go to the YouTube and channel the you can subscribe yeah. to the podcast and you can, and like you and can follow us on whatever, uh, you know, podcast provider you're listening to us on right now. That's one thing we've never really gotten into that we probably should encourage folks to do. Yeah. I, I love like I've, I've got my list of folks i follow on spotify it's great yeah, follow us like us follow us like spotify us review it is that a things. thing still remember know. whenever everybody was pushing podcast reviews yeah. like crazy hey if you if you like the show please go leave us a review on apple Podcasts or whatever it was it's like uh, that was podcasting. the algorithm hack at that time yep. that would get your podcast you know some traction anywho all right we appreciate you all tuning in and listening we'll catch you all next time see ya.